What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actress Rooney Mara in the movie Wildlife. Let's start with actress Rooney Mara, who is my favorite actress slash actor working today in Hollywood. She is in all of my favorite movies recently. She is one of the best performers I have ever seen. There is something about this actress that I just want to see. She's one of those people where if I know Rooney Mara is in a movie, I'm going to sit down and watch these movies. The first movie I ever saw her in was a small part in the social network. She's in the first scene in the movie where she is breaking up with Jesse Eisenberg. And it is, it is in that moment that I officially became obsessed with movies. Basically, that is the first movie I became obsessed with. And I've seen that movie about 18 times. That scene alone is like, who is this person going toe to toe with Jesse Eisenberg? It is an insane scene. It is one of the most memorable scenes of the decade. And then after that, she was in a little known film called The Girl with the Dragon. Dragon Tattoo and was nominated for an Oscar. Those two movies could not be any more different. In Social Network, she she, she couldn't be any more opposite. She's just a regular college girl. And then the girl with the dragon tattoo, she she's just so tough and brave and gritty. And the performance is insane. And that character goes through so much. And she goes toe-to-toe with Daniel Craig and Christopher Plummer and, and Stellan Skarsgård. I mean, she just... She's just so good. Those two movies are directed by David Fincher, the one of the best directors working today, and that's how she became a huge sensation. Like I'm, the girl with the dragon tattoo is the best performance by an actress I have ever seen. That is the best performance by an actress I have ever seen. There's nothing that compares to anything in movies like that. That's so out there. It's so bold. It's just insane what she does throughout that movie and then going on from those movies you have a movie like ain't them body saints and the ghost story where both movies are directed by a great director named david lowry and her co-star and love interest in both films is casey affleck her chemistry with casey affleck is insane Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck are the most underrated duo in Hollywood. They should be brought up in the same mention of Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. If Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara are in a movie together, I am going to sit down and watch this movie. There was a scene in 2016, A Ghost Story, where Rooney Mara eats a pie, and it is literally one of the best scenes in a movie I have ever seen. For context, she is she's going through the loss of Casey Affleck's character and one of the, her landlord delivers her a pie and she eats the whole pie in sadness and remorse over her fallen loved one. It's one of the most insane scenes in the movie. And if you if, if I told you the scene, it doesn't sound good. But if you watch the movie, it's just so there. There's something about Rooney Mara's acting ability where everything seems so real. And that's what I want most out of actors. Like, it's not a genre she's good at. She's just good at being real. Like, I think that's the best thing she's good at. 2016, she was in a movie, Carol, where she goes with Kate Blanchett, and they, she she plays a lesbian, or someone discovering that she's a lesbian. It's one of the most insane movies. She says so very little, but says a lot. That's why I think Rooney Mare is so good, is because she's so good at, she can have a play a character who has lots of dialogue and she can play a character that says absolutely nothing and, and it can have the same impact 
2013, she's in the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Spike Jones. This is one of the best movies I've ever seen. And her part in that is so small, but it's significant to the overall story, and it's wonderful. She's wonderful in the movie about Rooney Mayer. Is she's just there to help the story move forward. She's not there to be the lead actress. She's just picking movies that mean something. I mean, these movies mean something. Carol is an important story. There is a movie she is in that is on Netflix right now called Una. It is insanely intense. It is a woman who is going looking for somebody who did something terrible to her. Watch the movie Una with Ben Mendelsohn and Riz Ahmed. I'm not going to describe to you the plot because it's a it's a big movie. It's it's just nuts that somebody of that stature at that point in time that Rooney Mara at that point was wicked famous would do a movie like that. But it is insanely good. All of these movies are about something. She's not in it for the fame. She's actually in it for the story and the plot and to say something about something. Like, it's insane. She has a small role in the movie Lion. She's terrific in that with Nicole Kidman and Deb Patel. I just think she's always there to serve the story in the most interesting ways. There's this movie, Song to Song, which is directed by Terrence Malick. And Terrence Malick is somebody that a lot of film people love and a lot of film people hate i love this movie ryan gosling's in it rooney's in it of course natalie portman's in it and michael fassbender rooney mara and ryan gosling have insane chemistry this is what makes rooney mara so good when she acts with the best joaquin phoenix ryan gosling casey affleck Cape Blanchett, Jesse Eisenberg, Deb Patel. These are the best of the best. And she is not only holding her own, but she is doing something so unique and interesting that I just want to watch her and you almost lose the other performance. But she's so good in working with others. Like her and Casey Affleck, I think, are the best duo. But even her and Joaquin Phoenix in a movie like he won't get far on foot it's directed by Gus Van Sant it is one of her best performances it's so unique what she's doing there every movie feels unique she doesn't have a persona she doesn't have like a style you're like what is she doing in this like the girl in the dragon tattoo from that to a movie like song to song to a movie like he won't get far on foot I feel like she's not doing the same thing which a lot of actresses and actors, of course, get caught up in. She's doing so, and none of these movies have a sense of genre. Like, The Girl with the Ta Dragon Tattoo is a thriller, but it's an action movie. It can be, it's all sorts of things, and they're all interesting. I think what makes Rooney Maris so good is her choices of working with the best directors. From David Fincher to Gus Van Sant to, to, to Todd Haynes the, to Spike Jones to Gareth Edwards. I mean, these are the best directors to Terrence Malick she David Lowry up-and-coming directors her choices are what's making her special and what she's doing in these things are making her special she has one really bad movie it's Pan her remake of the Peter Pan movie that was really bad but other than that no actress has been as consistent as Rooney Mara and if you haven't seen any of these movies okay these are the movies you have to see if you're a Rooney Mara fan Girl with a Dragon Tattoo Ain't Them Body Saints A Ghost Story Carol Una Song to Song Social Network Her Lion and You Won't Get Far on Foot these movies all of them I love in the exact same way like The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is nuts 
all of these movies are nuts. But even that, only even if you only see Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, it is the most unique performance I've seen from an actress ever. It's so out there what she does with the character of Elizabeth Salander. It's nuts. Her and Daniel Craig have insane chemistry. It doesn't matter what movie, who she's acting with, she's going to give it her all. And there's something about, I feel like Rumi Mara is a true artist and somebody, if she's in the movie, I am going to definitely sit down and watch that said movie. There's a reason she's been nominated for two Oscars, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Carol. And both of those movies are the definitive performances of the decade. She's the most consistent actress of the decade. She should be brought up with the Emma Stones, with the... Amy Adams with all of them. She is definitely up there because she's active with some of these people, Amy Adams and her, Kate Blanchett and Carol. She is right up there. And I feel like she's underrated in a sense because she's not in Marvel movies. She's not in big time movies, but she's in movies that are important to me. Like I just, these are the movies I'm interested in watching are basically the movies she's in. And now, of course, I'm interested in her as a performer. Like before, I think the first time I saw Social Network, I didn't really know who that was. And then I saw Girl with a Dragon Tattoo and I was like, whoa, that's the same girl? That's insane. The first seven minutes of the of the Social Network show you how good of an actress she is. If you haven't seen the first seven minutes of the Social Network, get that and you'll really understand why I think Rooney Mara is insanely talented and the best actress of her generation. Switching gears, let's talk about the movie Wildlife, directed by Paul Dano. Okay, here's the synopsis for the movie. Joe Brinson is a 14-year-old kid whose parents start to suffer some setbacks when his father decides to go fight the war. To fight wildfires and he leaves the family and then his mother has an affair with a man. This movie is so good. Let me tell you why you should be interested in the movie Wildlife. And the number one reason is because Carrie Mulligan and Jake Gyllenhaal are at the top of their games in their acting class. They are masters of acting. Jake Gyllenhaal I've watched a lot. I've seen the good and the bad of Jake Gyllenhaal and there is far more good recently than bad. And this is another Another weird, compelling performance. I've seen Jake Gyllenhaal in Oakja recently. That movie's nuts. I'm going to do a podcast on that guy soon. That movie is nuts. And Carrie Mulligan is so good in this movie. More on that later. But both of these people play so compelling people. They're the Brinsons. They're a weird... They show the dynamics of parenting that some people kind of ignore in movies. They're not the happy-go-lucky parents that sometimes are in movies like this. And Ed Oxenbold is an actor who plays Joe Brinson. He was in Alexander's Really Terrible Bad Day, that movie for Disney. This kid can really act too, and he really performs well with Mulligan and Jake Gyllenhaal. This movie is super intense at times, but it's also really good. I mean, I can't recommend seeing wildlife any more than that. It's really good. I mean, the movie deals with this idea that Joe's entire life is based on these two people's decision. And sometimes his parents make awful decisions. Like his father, Jerry, deciding to fight wildfires when he has no experience as a firefighter. This is set in the 1960s and he is out just fighting wildfires while his family is without a lot of money. His mom has to go get another job and she becomes a swimming coach. 
and he takes a job as a photographer. I mean, Joe working in high school, he quits the football team. There's a lot, and I feel like sometimes people forget about this idea that children's lives are based so much on who their parents are, and they have zero control of that at all. They have zero control of who their parents are and what decisions they are going to make. In this movie, it is glaring and it is evident that Joe's life would be a lot better if his parents had their lives more in control. And that's something that, again, in some of these happy-go-lucky movies is completely ignored. This is a realistic movie of what life can be. If your parents are a mess, your life is probably going to be a mess also, the best scene of this movie by far is when Joe is out with his mom to eat and she and Joe asks his mom how old she is. And it is outstanding. And she says she is 34 years old. Her age is 34 years old. And she says he seems a little dismayed by that number. And she says, well, would you rather me be 50? So she is basically giving you a glimpse that she doesn't feel like a real parent because she is a young parent. And that is something also, like you think your parents have it together. She's a 34-year-old woman, really without a job. She's a swimming coach. She doesn't have a lot of money and she doesn't have her life together. And she herself has doubts about whether or not she's a right age to be in charge of this entire person's life. And that's a, a recurring thing throughout the movie when Jerry tells his family that he's going to fight the wildfires, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, and then Carrie Mulligan's character is, doesn't want to get Joe involved in the decision, but Jerry thinks he's a man. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, the idea of age is brought up in this movie a lot. Like, should a kid like Joe have a job? Should Jerry let Joe decide whether or not he should run off? Is Carrie Mulligan's age have anything to do with her failure as a mother or something like that? Like, I think the idea of age is brought up a lot in this movie. And it's interesting because it's not brought up a lot in other movies. I mean, just that question alone, what's your age, brought this intense moment that I didn't see coming. Because she seemed frustrated by the fact she was 34 and not well put together and without a job. And she's not 50 and she doesn't have her life together and I think that's a that's an insanely great moment by one question brought up in the movie and I think that's why this movie is brilliant because it brings up so much in such a little time and with that one question you have this insanely weird moment between son and mother and again Joe has so many moments in this movie with his parents that are intense when he's discussing his dad why don't you want your job back so Jerry Jake Hall's character is a go he works at a golf club and he is fired for gambling with the with the with the other golfers and he's offered his job back and Joe asks why why won't you take the job and his mom says it's because of his pride and Joe can't understand the reasoning but behind his parents reasons to do these actions that are affecting his life he's moved you learned he's moved a few times he doesn't understand why he's moving all the time he doesn't understand why his parents won't take more jobs especially his dad, he doesn't understand why his life is not put well put together. And the reasoning behind that is because these two people are, are putting it out of control and he can't control that. And that is maddening to a kid. He is 14 years old and he is realizing who his parents are for the first time and how much real power they have in his life because it was all going good. And then all of a sudden his father lost his job and all of this thing, his mother had an affair, his dad went to go save wildfires. It's an insane moment brought on by two people and two people alone and that can be maddening 
for a child. The director of this movie is Paul Dano, who you will know from his acting abilities in so many good movies. He was in Little Miss Sunshine, most notably. I mean, he's he's just a, he's been in Twelve Years a Slave and all these great movies. And Paul Dano, it was in the this year he was in that TV show Escape from Dannemora. He's so good, but he proved in this movie he can he has the ability to be a master director because the film is visually stunning and fast paced. I mean, you see some of the wild. Wildlife, the wildfires, and, and I know he brings it back to the fire because in the end scene, near the end of the movie, Jake Gyllenhaal finds out who Carrie Mulligan's character is having an affair with, and he's planning to burn that house down and to bring fire back into the equation. Like I just think there's so much storytelling going on in this movie; it's brilliant. And again, visually, this movie is stunning. It's just beautiful. Like it looks like 1960s. It's fun. There are some really, like, it's, you wouldn't expect this to be such a good movie, but it is because visual and fast pace, it just moved quickly and I enjoyed it. I think Dano has the potential to be one of the best directors. If this is his first movie, I'm impre- I'm going to see his second movie because this one, again, visually stunning and really fast paced. Now, the best performance in this movie has to be said, Carrie Mulligan, because she has, I think she has, she plays the hardest role in this movie because I do feel like it's hard for a woman to play at points unlikable characters and she went full on. She, there's a lot at stake here. Like, I feel like this was a great performance. It can be hard for women because they're supposed to be, I don't know, likable in these movies and I don't really understand why. I thought her character was way more compelling than most female characters in movies today. And again, that's credit to Dano, but it's also credit for Carrie Mulligan for going all in. There are moments where she is visual, visually just ignoring her kid right there. Like there's a moment where she's with her then, a boyfriend, I guess, having the affair, and Joe says, I have to do my homework, and she completely ignores her child's need. She's not a bad person. She's a human. Most people go through these moments where they ignore their kids. I'm not saying she's a bad character. I'm just saying she's a morally flawed character, and that can make her look bad, and I'm just happy that Carrie Mulligan played a role like this. It is a more human, natural role, and at the end of the movie, her and Jake Gyllenhaal's character's do have a little bit of a redemption like story like I liked how the movie ended because once the two characters separated things got better for Joe maybe it was just a mixed match and they finally were able to separate from each other and the nonsense because her character became a teacher and his character became a businessman and they became more stable and more there for the kid although it's sad that Carrie Mulligan's character spoiler alert doesn't live with Joe and he's, she's not around all of the time, and she's the one who had to go. I do actually like that side of the story, because I think she, as bad as Jerry's character was, she was the one more who didn't know who she was. I mean, that's saying a lot, because Jake Gyllenhaal's character is the guy who went out and thought he had to fight wildfires, but her character was the more complex, because she literally questioned her move as a human being. She didn't know who she was at all. She was a swimming coach. Then at the end, she's a teacher. She was all over the place. And it's tough because sometimes we forget that some of these people that have kids don't know who they are as a human. And again, this is a woman in 1960s. She's not evil. She's not the bad guy of the movie. She just doesn't know who she is in that time period. And she thinks she's something that she's not. I think for a lot of the movie, 
She thinks she has to have an affair to help Joe have a better life. So in some cases, she's really good. It's just her way about of thinking is somewhat messed up throughout the movie. And I think it's one of the more complex female characters you will ever see in a movie. And even the scenes with Jake Gyllenhaal, who plays Jerry, they're just so intense. And you understand that these characters are ruining Joe's life to a certain extent. And But then they come together and fix it. Again, there's a last moment where they take a picture together and it's sad and it's great. I just think this is one of the best movies of 2018. And it's more of the type of movies I want to see moving forward. Wildlife is insanely good. It is about something. It is about how much parents affect the lives of their kids by their decision making. If Jerry hadn't got fired, if Jerry took his job back, things could have gone a very different way. Maybe his wife wouldn't have had an affair. But maybe overall, she had to find herself anyway. I mean, this movie can really make you think about things. And that's a good thing. That is what movies are supposed to do. Paul Dano, master filmmaker. Joe Oxenbold, master performance by a kid actor. And Carrie Mulligan and Jake Gyllenhaal really drove this movie home. This is one of the best movies I've seen recently. And I could not recommend it more. Wildlife is a masterpiece of a film. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on actress Rumi Mara in the movie Wildlife. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on actor, comedian Jake Johnson in the movie Mission Impossible Fallout starring Tom Cruise. Don't miss that one. Don't miss any of them. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again. Thanks again.